Are you a sheep? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls don't play, girls games. Don't play games. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into their prime to be the role models, dreams and voices. Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda, and with me today is my awesome, hilarious, wonderful Monica. (laughs) 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 My Monica, who is wonderful and hilarious (laughs) and amazing and awesome. And I just blanked. That's I know how you feel. That's as far as getting a thesaurus, as we said in the last episode, ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. I think it's because it's been so long since I've done the introduction, and I kind of forgot. Like I, I there was one po- point in there, and I was like, "Is this even what I'm supposed to say?" Like because uh, <laughs> the last time I did an introduction, it was mid June, I think, wasn't it? Like it was a long time ago, so. Was it? Well, just because we had the, the a few interviews after another and then we had quite some releasing time in between. Yeah. The whole like holiday thing, coming over to see uh Yeah. It's pretty know? cool. Yeah. And suddenly we're on episode forty and shit is going down, basically. I know. We didn't even like celebrate that last week was episode forty, so let's celebrate now. Last week was episode forty. Woo! Woo! So cool. Can't believe that we have been putting out our geek feminist content for you for 40 episodes. That's nuts. It's almost a year. Yeah, it's almost a year. And we didn't really have a lot of breaks in there. So we can safely say it's 10 months and something. Though thinking that we're already a year old soon, that's also pretty weird in my head. Super weird. So weird. But yay, going strong. Super strong. Even Things though, are good. Even though I sound weird today, but apologize for my hay fever situation. I don't know. You don't sound weirder than normal. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so how's it going? All is good in the hood. Um, just thinking about geeky things I did in the last couple of weeks. I started to watch Glee. And That's pretty geeky. Honestly, I'm already done. <laughs> so you started and finished watching it. I started, but I feel a bit guilty admitting it because it's six seasons. <laughs> and it seems to me that every week I come and I say I finished something that's like actually really long hours investment. <laughs> so people might start to wonder what I'm doing. But I, I can't just have to know, like, how do you find the time to watch all this TV? I have a 27-inch screen. <laughs> so how it goes is I work on half of it, and on the other half, the stuff is just running. Fair enough. So basically, I watch it all day while I'm working. So I'm not right. 
100% invested in the content all the time. Sometimes it triggers me emotionally. Then I move over, make it full screen and enjoy it um, or cry or stuff. But in general, yeah, that's how I, how, how I get a lot of episodes under my belt in a short amount of time. Hmm. That makes sense. And it's not always that I have to do writing where I have to concentrate. I mean, I do concentrate, but it's a lot of... When I make some websites, it's just doing stuff while watching it somehow. That works. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I, I'm not able to like watch something or even listen to podcasts or anything when I'm writing. It's basically like I can listen to music while I write, but I can't listen mm. to something that I actually have to concentrate on. Yeah. It's... Like it's messing up with the text that you already have in your head. Yeah. So, so that's, <laughs> that, that's what annoys me too, yeah. Or what I can't handle. Though I did learn when I was a kid while I was watching TV. So that I managed. But I was always a bit weird like that. Yeah, I did watch a lot of TV when I was studying like in high school. Um, but when it actually came to writing, I it was just music. Also, you started pretty late with all the TV sh- watching so you have a different situation what about you what was going on in your part of the world wow the past few weeks have been some of the most like crazy good but so busy uh-huh. um, ever yeah so I was playing some humble bundle games I was playing moonlighter which is like you go out and go through dungeons at night and through the day you sell what you get and it sounds like <laughs> It sounds kind of a silly concept, but it's actually really addicting. And I played like an hour and a half just in one sitting. And I also played some of Love is Dead, uh, which is a really cute game, uh, like a surprisingly cute game because you are a zombie um, and you have to reunite. It's like little levels and you have to reunite with your your like dead partner your, who is also a zombie. Um, so you have to cross these graveyards strewn with all sorts of things. Um, yeah so it like it sounds really rare actually but it's it's quite a cute game I've been enamored with it I played a few levels and yeah just I it's it's one one of those that I'll go in every every few days and play a couple levels and I don't don't it because it's so cute you know um what else geeky wise um I don't know if I mentioned last week but I'm teaching my dad how to play Hearthstone you mentioned it but not how how the progress is going well, he says that I am failing in my duties of teacher. <laughs> he, he needs more more tuition, and so I I need to sit down with him. But we have been so busy because on Thursday we went to the Open, um, the the Golf Open up in uh, it's been held here in Northern Ireland for the first time in sixty years. What? And, yeah. So we were literally like we got up at five thirty. We were up north for eight thirty. We didn't leave until eight thirty at night. So we were literally like twelve hours up up um at, on the course, and that took an entire day. So obviously, no Hearthstone was played. And then on Friday, my dad and mom stayed at my aunt's, and I came back to do some work and do all the shopping I needed to do to throw my mom a surprise birthday party on Saturday, which went awesome I have to say it was a really really lovely evening yeah so I I didn't get to to tutor him you know there was things going on and yesterday we were all a little bit hungover and then we went to Ikea and 
yeah. on a Sunday, so, I still have to say, so weird. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Such a weird concept to go to Ikea on a Sunday in a Christian country. <laughs> well, everything's open on a Sunday, but they're all, it's only open one to five or one to six. Nothing's open in our town. Closed mm. for business. Yeah, well, but it that's... might be nicer, but I also was kind of like, oh, this is pretty good. I can, I can go to Ikea. I would totally be one to make use of all of that, but I totally appreciate that the people get some day off during the week. Yeah, definitely. I would be such an ass. <laughs> I would totally go. What do you mean would be? Oh, I would. Yes, I know I am. But I mean with the shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I would also go shopping on a Sunday. There is one grocery store that has opened from, um, I think, 6 to 12 or something. But they just have limited availability for stuff. So they, they put stuff in front of the aisles with things that you should actually not buy on a Sunday, like mm. flour or any other weird things that you know that's not necessary. But when they started out, you could still ask the... Uh, employees there to bring you something so it was all just a bit of a weird system that seems super weird yeah it was really weird but yeah that's for our sunday shopping thing but <laughs> what are we talking about today monica we're talking about something else that happened on the weekend which was really cool which i have serious fomo about like so bad oh yeah so we are talking about the big San Diego Comic-Con, kind I, of. Kind of. At least parts of it. We're talking mainly about our love of Marvel. Yes. And all the awesome announcements that happened during that uh, San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, one thing I have to throw in here, though, is like San Diego Comic-Con seems from the outside like basically a, a rock concert for geeks around the yeah. world it's just i honestly have not been that aware of it because who am i even um <laughs> but since we started to talk about the cons the comic cons especially the new york one last year um this was totally in my attention now that it's happening and Just seeing pictures from people that I follow on Instagram or Twitter, like Sam Max or Geek Girl Strong, I'm just like, fuck it, man. <laughs> That's something I, I really want to too. go to. Yeah. We should be there too. Standing in line, fangirling like crazy, screaming our asses off. Because all the cool people are at San Diego Comic Con and all the announcements. And that true where marvel came in <sighs> so we finished phase three of marvel together me and Monica oh and yeah oh. we all went to see spider-man far from home in english in Graz, and ended that awesome era of marvel Actually, now I'm really emotional. I didn't even notice that in the moment. I mean, it was amazing that we were and that also there was, spoiler alert, an Austrian scene in Spider-Man. Um, but, oh, true, that was the end of Phase 3. Oh. Yeah, phase 3, yeah. So it seems only fitting that we get excited for Phase 4 together, which is what was announced at Comic-Con. At least so many details about it. 
It's crazy. So first up is some sad news. We have to wait from now until May 2020 before we get some new Marvel content on our screens. Which, yes, is sad, but considering how long it took us to get to Game of Thrones, the final season, I think we might still be in the game. Also, they must be shooting already, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. Because all the CGI and that stuff, that takes a while, and all the shooting, and then the post-production. So I admire the capability of keeping secrets in that company Mm -hmm. i feel that's i don't know really out of this world i just have to say i did notice that there's nothing that looks like it's gonna start tom holland so it'll be a lot easier to keep a secret well mark ruffalo is also one who is has issues true but i didn't see him in any of the cast lists either true (laughs) oh that's true yeah I don't know how I feel about this. Well, let's feel like we make a pact today. Yes. That we will watch the very start of Phase 4 together. Black Widow. Yeah. So Black Widow is getting a standalone movie. Which... Finally. Finally. I love... I've seen a lot of interviews with all the cast and they always like just rub it off like uh, rub it off like this oh no but in it's actually already in the making which i find really exciting yeah so it says that it's going to be set after civil war so we're going back in time again to learn more about natasha romanoff's backstory i'm really curious about that we only got hints of that eventually in parts of the movie her about her life in uh, Russia and Budapest. Budapest and stuff. I was just thinking if I could mention what I was thinking about, but then maybe that's a spoiler, so I stopped myself. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty cool. I mean, basically, when they introduced Natasha into the Marvel verse, um, she was really. I feel she grew a lot during the last movies, like during the the entire movies from the sexy hot mess that can break your skull with her thighs to a a, a still very attractive but less sex-focused character. I reckon that that will not be as she was portrayed in the beginning, even though we kind of dial back to that time somehow. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how they do it for sure. I'm looking forward to it, even given Scarlett Johansson's recent comments. About, yeah, about her acting as a Japanese robot and stuff. Oh, yeah. Any role that she wants to do. Any race, any animal, any tree. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I watched, I saw a great video, a reaction video from Trevor Noah about this. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we could share this either in the show notes or on the page once. Because he's very distinguished. He's really great at explaining things to people and that's why i really like to watch his behind the scenes often because people get to ask him questions during that behind the scenes stuff and then they just use that and share that on social media which is awesome and he has a very great he's awesome in pinpointing the exact problem why things are actually racist and and how it affects people that 
are a minority, for example. And he explained it really great why she should have been more, why she shouldn't have said it the way she said it, but also why it can't be that only, for example, transgender people play transgender characters or why only gay people should play uh, gay characters because um, that's also part of acting to incorporate people's stories and act on them. But mm -hmm. the differentiation that needs to be made is that she as a privileged white female has the opportunity to play all these characters, whereas the Japanese actress doesn't have it. And the Japanese actress can most likely only play the uh, role of the Japanese robot. And that's why she can't brush it off like whatever tree or animal. I find the word choice a bit problematic in that entire situation. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, stay on topic. I'm sorry I brought that up. But yeah, there was definitely problematic words. And I agree with everything you said there and what Trevor Noah said. You can but. share that and you can watch it. She explains it for a few minutes. It's really cool. Yeah. Worthwhile. He's a fun guy. I'm walking over here. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm walking over uh, here. Walking over oh, here. Terrible New York accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have no idea how that one even works. I'm like, I'm just the worst at accents. I shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> what I feel in general in this entire reveal of what's coming is that there is a big focus on series, right? Or general shows with more seasons, not simply movies. Yeah, and I'm excited because I've loved what Marvel series I have watched. Um, I haven't watched them all, but I binged Agent Carter and S.H.I.E.L.D., um, when Tom and I were doing our like Marvel vs. Complete Marathon, mm -hmm. we haven't watched um, some of the other Amazon Prime shows like Eternals and Cloak and Dagger and Inhumans. We haven't watched those, but we will definitely be catching up on them before Black Widow comes out. Yeah, I feel I don't remember what happened. Civil War was be the fight between Captain America and Iron Man, right? Yes. So when they then basically became sort of... Uh, when frenemies. They frenemies. Yeah, frenemies. But <laughs> also when they became outcasts and out of the law, Captain America, and they were haunted by... Weren't they haunted by the law in general because they didn't obey the rules anymore for a while? Yeah, true. So that's basically then after all these happenings and that was the first movie where tom holland showed up as spider-man right mm -hmm. <sighs> <laughs> i didn't even mean it like this like that but it was a good moment to sigh anyway <laughs> it sure was <laughs> so that's the first thing that phase four will be introduced with and then moving over to the shows which is probably likely going to be next is yeah you say it the falcon winter soldier which you kind of you knew that this was happening or you had it in in you had a you mentioned it when we talked about it in, in our endgame episode did i this one or at least at the falcon and the winter soldier that there will be something either a movie about the two of them or something and now we have the series i don't remember mentioning that i'm so smart you are so smart so smart. So it's a series that's going to be following 
Falcon and Bucky. And I'm so here for this. It's going to be really funny. I, I think it's going to be so funny. It's going to be cool. It's going to be released in 2020. And I have to say I have a bit of a neighbor's pride. <laughs> because it's also going to star Daniel Brühl. Um, he was already part of the initial movie, I think. Civil War, I guess. Um, he's playing Helmut Zinmo. Zenmo, and he's a German actor. And yeah. he's actually pretty cool. He made some quite good movies. One was called Goodbye Lenin. So it's basically his mom was in a coma or something when the, the Germany was still divided and then woke up when it wasn't divided anymore. So he then faked the Soviet Soviet Union Germany to his mom. It was a really good movie, actually. And he's a nice, like, good actor. And it's, like, the ultimate goal as the German actor, I guess, to make it somehow in Hollywood and to make it in a Marvel movie that makes me kind of neighbor proud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I think that's really cool. That's that's yeah. a cool thing. I do like that. Yeah. Uh, fun fact about Sebastian Stan, who plays Bucky Barnes slash the Winter Soldier. I don't know if you've heard this at all, but he um, was feeling quite insulted by um, Gwyneth Paltrow the other week when he had to introduce himself to her again because she forgot that they had been in multiple movies together. And he was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I really don't know what to think about this entire Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't know in what movie she starred in situation. Yeah. Like, I mean, we saw her on um, Happy's cooking show, right? I can't, I don't know Happy's, uh, the real actor's name, uh, but he has a cooking show and we saw Scarlet, or sorry, we saw Gwyneth Paltrow being all like, I wasn't in Spider-Man. <laughs> like totally to not knowing that she was in that, but then to completely blank meeting poor Sebastian Stan on more than one occasion, even when he like reintroduced himself to her on more than one occasion, you'd be a wee bit pissed, wouldn't you? I would definitely be a wee bit pissed. And honestly, as a fan, I'm also a wee bit irritated. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking, well, you probably got quite some money to be in each of those movies and you don't remember that you have been in whatever movie you've been, even though there might have been a lot. And I guess I get that you're not main cast in all of them. But still, I don't think that she just got a blank amount of money on all of these movies and it was all just a big wash. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just I know. find it a bit irritating. Though I don't, I know that a lot of people generally hate on her and she might be, but I think she's not saying all the wrong things at all times, but that I just find a bit hmm, disrespectful yeah. to people who, who gave her a lot of money in the end, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> next one up, and I have to say I was a bit meh at first, but then I uh, saw some pictures and now I'm absolutely not meh anymore, is Eternals. I haven't heard about this at all. I don't read the comics, obviously. I'm just a film geek. I'm sorry for the true comic geeks out there. It's going to star... It has, like, high-end casting, that one. Compared yeah. to, to other Marvel movies when they started out, they didn't cast super... Well, okay, some were... Uh, 
more famous already, but not all of the cast was pretty famous, but that cast is going really strong. Yeah, the cast is amazing, actually. And I know that I just said that I haven't watched the Eternals TV show yet, but I totally will before the movie comes out. I'm surprised to see these big names, even when there's the TV show already out, you know? Uh, so the big names that we're talking about are are Monica and my current crush, Richard Madden. Uh, you may know him as Rob Stark from Game of Thrones and the bodyguard from the bodyguard. Which we forgot, totally forgot the name of, but it doesn't really matter, does it? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> like Sexiest Men Alive in that movie. And other notable names, Salma Hayek and Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie is the one that got me, I have to say. Yeah, I was surprised about it, actually. I was like, whoa, okay. But then I was thinking, what did she do recently? Like, all I, all I remember from her in the last couple of years is her divorce from Brad Pitt. Same. So I can't tell you movie-wise what I saw. Um, Oh, Maleficent. Oh, yeah, but that's already years ago, wasn't it? Well, it was 2014, so yeah, it was a few years ago. Oh, really? But she's in post-production for the sequel to it, so... Okay. You know, that's that's something. I didn't and like that movie, I'm sorry. I haven't seen it, so I've I can't really yeah. tell you my opinion on it. Um and it looks like she's been doing a lot of voice work for cartoons like Kung Fu Panda and the one and only Ivan, whatever that is. Okay. So, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, she's doing stuff, but she's definitely slowed down. There's only been kind of one movie out a year. But also she has like how many kids? Yeah, 50. exactly. And so many kids and a divorce and she's looking like it seems like she's getting her health back on track. Yeah. So no. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I I'm curious. I'm there for it as well. I yeah. mean I'm mostly there for Richard Madden, not gonna lie. But Oh yeah, one hundred percent. No, I'm just wondering if that hair thing on his head is natural like this. I think so, yeah. Weird. Yeah, I'm really excited to see her doing something more geeky like this um, because she was, I know Lara Croft, it's not necessarily a really geeky role. It's like an action role when it's in a movie, but it's still kind of a geeky thing playing like a video game character. Oh, yeah. And just seeing her kind of, I know she was doing Disney, which is geeky in a way, um, but this coming into the Marvel verse is definitely showing her geek colors. And I, yeah. I think it's a good look for her. Yeah, I'm curious, really excited yeah. to see that now. That's going to hit us. That's a movie, by the way, in case we did mention it, but we did. And it will come out in November in 2020. Yeah. Actually, one thing I wanted to mention about both Eternals movie and Black Widow is that they are both being directed by strong female directors. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so Black Widow is being directed by Kate Shortland. And Eternals by Chloe Zhao. Yes, I'm really... It does give movies sometimes a different spin. I mean, we saw it with Captain Marvel already, I think. Mm -hmm. It just often focuses on other stuff as well and is sometimes less con less stereotypical. Though, yeah. I mean, it's not doesn't mean that all men just make stereotypical movies. But I just think it's nice to see that women are already also stepping up the director's game. Yes, it'll be good. So great. So, following the Eternals in February 2021. It sounds like such a long time, but then 
we're already in mid 2019 so 2020 will happen soon enough and how much geek can one handle so following that one is the first kung fu marvel movie which is called shang chi and the legend of the ten rings this is really cool i'm super super intrigued by this actually because i'm wondering if it's going to tie into iron fist at all um okay because that's got a very kung fu um, mythical element to it and i feel like it might somehow tie into this and it that would be really cool i wonder if it also has some ties to the doctor strange elements of the Ooh, yeah. of the universe because that's also very martial artsy in a way and also with the where they sent them to train and stuff that's also i reckon that there might be some overlap there eventually but yeah. i honestly have no idea no other idea what this could be about because again not reading the comics no not reading the comics either um one thing i really like about this is the all asian cast oh, that's yeah. been released so far um there's tony chu wai lung from hong kong simu liu from china and i'm actually super excited because aquafina is in it and she was the like a hilarious girl in crazy rich asians and she is from new york city <laughs> <laughs> totally legit <laughs> but just because she's born in new york city does not mean yeah. that she is not um she's she's not representing for I, the Asian population. She's yeah. uh, her mother is a Korean immigrant, and her dad is from uh, China. I feel so. there's a lot happening in general with Asian representation in TV recently. Mm-hmm. Like now, the Kung Fu Marvel movie situation that's obviously focused a lot in Asia as well, and uh, always be my maybe who has is is and the comedian whose name i don't remember and there's also tv series i saw recently that has mostly asian life is it is that the one called fresh off the boat i don't know if i would know i would probably only know the german title but i couldn't even tell you because i haven't uh, consciously watched it yeah i've caught one or two episodes um at somebody's house I think it was my neighbor Kathy's house, um, and it's like uh, an Asian comedy set in. It's oh, sorry, it says the IMDb, which I'm on because obviously I'm looking up all these facts while we're talking here. <laughs> um, it's about a Taiwanese family that makes the way in America during the nineties. Um, oh yeah, it sounds. It looks a bit like it could be that. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, there is definitely a lot of representation for Asians coming out in pop culture, and I love it a lot. Yeah, that's cool. General yeah. is a good time for more representation, I feel. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I'm influenced now that I watched six seasons of Glee because how that one got past me, I'm really not sure. But that had a lot of representation going on in all the directions. It was crazy. Hmm. Well, def- I'll, I'll binge it too and we can do a couple episodes or one episode on Glee just yeah. as a reminiscent one. Because it's already 10 years ago. Yeah. It's just crazy. Looking back on Glee. Yeah, and, and it would be interesting if we feel that there was progress. 
TV wise mm -hmm. since that because it's still te already 10 years but yeah anyway another episode yes <laughs> so yes I'm I can't say if I'm super super duper excited about the kung fu movies but I'm gonna watch the shit out of it I'm excited yeah. for it but you yeah. can't not watch all the Marvel movies now. Now that you, I've seen all of them, I'm up to date with all of them. It feels wrong to not watch one. Exactly. So, so and yeah. there might be content or information that I would miss if I didn't watch it. So it's not really standalone either. So I kind of have to watch it. It's true. Plus, you would totally lose geek cred if you didn't. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I'm already losing geek cred because I haven't read the comics. <laughs> well. Yeah. That's okay. I haven't either, but we just we'll just stop mentioning it, okay? Yeah. We don't need to keep bringing it up. Yeah. We're just as valid geeks like that. Yeah. Exactly. So and then the next thing coming up after Shang-Chi is a TV show called WandaVision, which oh, yeah. is surprisingly about Wanda and Vision. <laughs> Who knew? Jeez, oh, Louise, I'm I did... pretty sure this is the one that I called. What? This is this is the one that I talked about on our Endgame episode, wasn't it? I think so. I don't think it was about uh, Bucky and Sam. I think it was no, no Bucky and Sam. I'm one hundred percent sure because we talked about how awesome it is that Sam got the shield. Yeah, that is going to be awesome. Yeah, so that's why. Anyways. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't. I read Van, uh, Wanda Vision for such so many times now, and I didn't. I didn't click in my head that it's also Vision. I'm a super idiot. So obviously it's with Wanda and Vision, as you already said. But also, did you see? I just saw that now. Monica Rambeau. Oh, yeah. And we know Monica Rambeau from Captain Marvel. Yes. That's it, cool. Now I'm even more excited. Yeah. So it looks like... Well, actually, I've got two differing accounts here. One saying that the series is going to be following events from Civil War or after Civil War and before Infinity War. But my other source is saying that it's actually set after Endgame. It could not be after Endgame. Or be could it? Or because could there's it? a multiverse. I mean, could it? It's all speculation. We don't know. Nobody knows. I mean, it says spring 2021 and one movie that would deal with the multiverse will happen in May 21. So maybe that still counts as spring or it overlaps. So that could eventually, yeah, but it's all speculation. Yeah, because there is definitely, there's no plot released at this time. Obviously. So, yeah. As they work. But I, I'm down for it if Monica Rambeau is part of it as well. I wonder how that ties together, though. Yeah, that'll be really interesting because in Captain Marvel, I mean, Monica Rambeau was, what, 11 years old? Like, she was just a, a little girl, wasn't she? Yeah. that so, was When was it? In the 90s, basically. In the 90s. So this will be... Our well, age, I, say I that, guess. Yeah, she'll be older. Obviously older. <laughs> yeah. Time happens. People grow old. <laughs> she will be our age by then, by that movie, I guess. Yeah. Either way, if it's even if it's after Civil War, she might be in you know, her 20s or something. And if it were set after Endgame, it would be her 30s, I guess. Mm -hmm. But either is fine with me, because I yeah, liked her. That's, 
I liked her too. Really cool character. I'm really excited to see that that's happening. I'm just a bit, I feel those two storylines are not two that I would have put together in my head Mm -mm. somehow. I don't know, but it's awesome. I like it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm here for it. Definitely. And uh, releasing at the same time of spring 2021 is the much anticipated and highly talked about Loki series. (sighs) That one we already know for a while. And I'm so there for it. I noticed myself when I started to watch all this stuff. And I'm always, before I do watch all the things, I'm always a bit irritated how all this fangirldom is developing and how they're like, I see the people and I'm like, nah. (laughs) And then I watch everything and then I'm so down. And I just have a, I've always had, I mean, Loki was such a dick in so many movies, but I have a, I don't know, I have motherly feelings for him that also tend to be kind of dirty sometimes. It's just because I find him really (laughs) hilarious. Yeah. So there's not much known about Loki other than that it's a really, really weird logo. Like, really weird logo. Don't know how I feel about it. Um, And it's following Loki. Through the 2012 timeline that he escaped from in during Endgame, yeah, we've we've been talking about this as well. Like that was some assumption that people had that that would be what the series would be about, and yeah. because that's a big question in my head as well. I'm down for it. I like it. Mm-hmm. I I think that'll be that'll be really cool. I'm I'm excited for that. Where are the? I don't remember where all the others then were. Like the old timeline people, where were they? Still, I don't know. The series will tell us. It will. So fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Next in the timeline is the second movie for the Marvelverse of 2021, and from what we can see, it is going to be the first really scary Marvel Universe film. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know how I feel about this, but sure. It's called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Just by the title, this sounds like it's going to be something that I definitely need, like a quantum physicist to explain to me, since (laughs) obviously I had so much trouble with Endgame. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Maybe we can schedule an episode before this happens, or maybe right after this happens, because otherwise we would just sit in the movie and be like, but what if this and why and stuff? And anyway, yeah. So this is what Monica was talking about that is going to be tying in directly into the WandaVision series um, because it's starring both Doctor Strange and Wanda. Now that I read it, it makes more sense that maybe that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Maybe that's a multiverse situation with uh, WandaVision. Yeah. But either way, I I like them both together. Yeah, they're really cute, aren't they? Yeah, they're so cute. And I do like... Doctor Str- I have a thing for Benedict Cumberbatch. Who doesn't? I mean, I wouldn't call myself a Cumberbitch, but still, I really like him. So that's hitting us on in May 2021. And then that summer, 2021, I, f- I really feel like 2020, like next year, it's just kind of like they're dripping us things just to keep us going. And 2021, they're hitting us with all the awesome stuff coming out. 
Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, probably. You're right. Because in 2021, in summer, we get another series. I feel it's yes. very, very series heavy this round. And I, I like it. I am definitely down for it. Especially this series, because it sounds really weird. It's called What If? And it's starring one actor who is known as The Watcher. And all the other Marvel actors will be reprising their roles in exploring what-if scenarios. I think that might be a series that will super excite me. Yeah. Just because you feel, you feel it's easy to watch that one because you know all the characters already and you have a feeling for all the characters already. But it also could be a total assassination of some you, someone you already really enjoyed. But yeah. we will see. One episode will be, and that's something where I'm super excited about, what if Peggy Carter became the super soldier and not Steve Rogers? I love that thought so much. I think there will be an episode luring in the dark there around summer 2021. Mm -hmm. That'll be so cool. Let's see, what else? What if Star-Lord never left Earth? Yeah. Now that we try to think of what ifs, I find it hard to think of what ifs somehow. What if Captain Marvel's mentor never died what if she stayed with the crows am i right in that assumption what if thor never got his shit together and stayed this uh bratty 12 year old wannabe god mm -hmm. what if iron man died in afghanistan <sighs> What if they didn't take down Hydra? They explored that in uh, some episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D., actually. I didn't watch that one. See, there that are a lot of things. Cool. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like an alternative universe. It was probably a multiverse. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was cool. Anyways, <laughs> we're getting totally off track. I mean, not like totally off track, but we're wasting time exploring all these what ifs and we're just making them up the only one that is confirmed just to confirm this with you dear listeners is the peggy carter yes. one. everything else is just us like theorizing we could make a list of things we want to see and then we can see how they turn out that would be cool like this could be a blog post or something and then we can yeah. revisit it when it happened well let's do it awesome that sounds exciting <laughs> Cool. And I am actually so excited for another one of the TV shows that's coming out in fall 2021. Because as I admitted, on our Endgame episode, I think I have a thing for Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I, 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 I thought when I saw it, I thought of you. I thought Amanda's going to really love it. Yes. So we're getting a Hawkeye TV show. That was totally unexpected for me, I have to say, because I'm following Same. Jeremy Renner on Instagram and I thought he will start out his music career now. But then yeah. suddenly he showed up on the San Diego Comic Con and was all like, yo, I'm going to be in a TV series, people. Yep. And like there are literally like not many deta details about this except for the um, it's 
during the five years, I think, when during like the five years of the snap that we get a glimpse into of Endgame when he is like the he's off killing everyone. Ronan. Ronan. Yeah. I wonder if it's more of a general story of his life and how he got there. Plus that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, depending on how many seasons they've planned. Mm -hmm. Because they could basically explore all of it somehow. Yeah. But I am not going to lie. The thing I am personally looking forward to the mostestest. The mostestest. Well, I don't know. At least the mostestest in... Epins in phase four is Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> because not only is it with my heartthrob, uh, Chris Hemsworth as Thor, it's also again directed by Taika Waititi, who also did Ragnarok, and that was basically my favorite Marvel movie of all the movies because it was so hilarious. And it's again starring Natalie Portman and Tessa Thompson. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Like even looking at the logo and like, I know that even the like Thor, the first three Thors, they weren't set in the 80s. They were just set like in modern day, really, weren't they? Um, but yeah. it looks like it's back in the 80s just you with think? this logo. I don't know. The logo is so 80s. Like, but wasn't it looks it- like an 80s band or something it does look really 80s i really have to agree with you but time wise it wouldn't really fit because when he met jane it was what already the 90s 2000s yeah on the thing i have here it kind of confuses me that it says jane foster besides both of the actresses name i think that's an error i think that's an error because tessa thompson is valkyrie yes yeah i was just wondering if that might be some multiverse shit again but they don't change characters in there, do they? No, I, I wouldn't think so. But something else that's very exciting for our geeky situation and for the women, female representation in stuff like this is... And from rolled in. Maybe we're better. We will have a mighty Thor in female version. Yes. Natalie Portman as Jane Foster is going to become the Mighty Thor, which which is basically the female version of Thor, but she has a way cooler name, Mighty Thor. I saw images of the comics. She looks way more badass. She has a a, a helmet. Thor doesn't have a helmet. No. I mean, I'm not sad that Thor doesn't have a helmet. I like his head (laughs) without it, too. Um... (laughs) <laughs> when I read this first, I it was really early in the morning and I feel I should just add this in because it's hilarious. And I was reading that stuff and I was thinking, why is Jane Fonda playing female Thor? She's 80. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and how does that fit into the equation? Until I noticed that I misread it at 6 a.m. in the morning. And we're yeah. not at all talking about Jane Fonda, but Jane Foster. I'll be honest, though, like if Jane Fonda was playing Mighty Thor, I would watch the shit out of that. I would totally watch it, too. That would also be something really amazing for uh, age representation. But I mean, also, Jane Fonda is not really the perfect. She's so fit. It's crazy. She's amazing. 
with her being 80, it's just, I was never that fit in my life and I still have quite a few years until I'm 80. But yeah, hard work on her part. Yeah. One thing I do have no idea about, it just, and it's just um, added as other in our list, is Blade. Yeah, so it looks like they've also announced some of Marvel Phase 5, which is crazy that like they've released all of uh, all the titles for Phase 4 and they've started to tease Phase 5. So we're getting a Blade remake. What is Blade? Is that that Blade. vampire movie thing? No. Isn't it? No. Or not? Uh, hmm. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Yes, it is. It, it is that. Really? Yeah, according to Digital Spy, Blade has a long and difficult history with Marvel. Is it part? That's a Marvel comic? I yeah. have no idea. Um, yeah, there's um, okay, there's a lot going on. So let, well, we're going to link this article that I've just found here from Digital Spy, and you can you can read for yourself how Blade ties into the Marvelverse because this is a really long article. And we're not here to cover Blade in general. No. But other Phase 5 movies that I am so excited for. Oh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Black Panther 2, and an extra drum roll here. (laughs) Captain Marvel 2. Woo! I'm excited for that one. So I'm excited for all of them, actually. Totally. But obviously, like, super excited for Captain Marvel 2. And yeah. I heard somewhere that Brie Larson has uh, signed for five movies reprising her role as uh, Captain Marvel. I'm down. I'm so down. I feel people need to see her more. As we already established, it was a bit of a situation um, that nobody actually who didn't watch Captain Marvel, people think she's an ass. And yeah. I'm sad that people think she's an ass. She's a badass boss bitch. She's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I'm um, hopefully Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to uh, be as Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, Monica? I would, yes, that needs to happen. <laughs> it just needs to happen. But that's also something that I read that it will actually explore the um, how Quinn and the Guardians find Gomorra, like mm-hmm. the old version Gomorra in the timeline. So that was already an assumption that was made and we were right about it. Yay! Yay! So, a lot of exciting stuff going on for Marvel fangirls and fanboys out there. Yeah, have to say, like, Marvel gets me. I get Marvel. I don't know. I just love it. I love everything to do with Marvel. And just a tiny bit worried, because I always feel that it's hard, it's really hard to keep a momentum like this up for such a long time. It's true. So, and it... I don't wish it and I don't want it because I really enjoy it. But at some point, you can't keep that up and I don't want it to fall, but I fear it will eventually. But does it have to? Because, I mean, Stanley's legendary comics have so many characters that have not been explored in this realm. Like, there literally is material to go for years to come. And, like, comic book fans have been around for it for that long. You know, they've been following and geeking out about it. And, you know, there's just been so much love there that it's it and it does and obviously is crossing over into the film and into film. Yeah, that I I hear you on that one. 
But I sometimes feel also company decisions can ruin stuff like this because they only they have made Marvel movies before they were cool and nobody watched them. So I wonder if they just some sometimes it just takes a wrong step in a wrong direction to make it bad again which i don't hope because i mean now they probably have money and they can do whatever they want because people watch their movies and they gross for a really mm -hmm. high amount of money so they can blow all the bells and whistles so hopefully yeah. it will stay around it will not and they will keep focusing on the quality of their content because and the quality of their filmmaking then i don't see a problem because the stories obviously do stay around forever Mm -hmm. Oh, Stanley. Aww. What a legacy. It's what a legacy. I, for one, will 100% be subscribing to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Like, there's just no doubt about it. Not with all the amazing things coming out, the amazing shows and yeah. everything. Like, plus, like, the fact that there's going to be every Disney movie ever on there. Like, it's a no-brainer for the price of it, you know? I hear you. I'm waiting to see how much it really is in the end and yeah. then deciding for sure awesome yeah so i think super super <laughs> <laughs> uh, amanda learned my uh positive reinforcement words for my dog which is super yoshi and it's the best yeah he can do she they amanda and tom can do it really great already the praising my dog <laughs> Super. Super. Cool beans. I think that was it from us this week. Yeah, it was a long one. Thanks for sticking with us. And I hope that you learned and can get excited about all the phase four stuff coming because I know that we are super excited. Things will definitely, more episodes will, will drop from that one, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yes. And which well, one are you looking forward to the most? Um... I don't know. I think I am looking forward to I I just need to get the next 10 months out of the way actually. Like yeah. I'm I'm excited to see some new material coming in the form of Black Widow. I'm I'm it wouldn't normally be one that I'm like, "Hell yeah, I'm excited for it." But actually like because it's the first one after a 10 months dry spell, yeah. I am excited for it. Yeah. So but out of everything, I would probably be most excited for mm, all of it. <laughs> yeah, hard to decide. <laughs> I can't decide. It's just impossible. I mean, I will just say Thor because I have been rolling with the Thor love for a while. I can't cheat on it now. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty um, excited about that one too, to be honest. Uh, I think it's a great chemistry between the actors and the director and stuff. So mm -hmm. that always pays off. Awesome. So if you want to tell us what phase four show or movie that you're most excited about, we would love to hear from you on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and let us know what you're super excited about. Or you can join us on Discord, which is over at geekcaring.com forward slash Discord. Woo! See you again next week. See you then. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. 
Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.